0: Hello everybody. Welcome to Sports Talk with Josh and Trev. I'm Josh.
1: And I'm Trev.
0: And uh we're here to talk about sports, I guess. So uh let's get into it. I guess we should probably introduce ourselves as you probably never listened to our podcast before because it's the first episode. Uh I'm Josh. Um I like sports.
1: Yeah, cool. Uh so I'm Trevor and um <laughs> we I I uh I also like sports.
0: Wow. All right. So yes. uh Great intro. you obviously get to get to know us more as we uh go along. But uh we're from Canada. That's the most information we'll give out. Yes. Or or Ontario. We could be more specific, but uh yeah. So without further ado, let's just get straight into it with our first topic of the day. And I Jill? I mean, sure, let's get into it. There's some signings and stuff to go over, I guess. Uh the Red Wings re-sign Anthony Manta. Uh Yep. 5.7 million a year for 4 years. I think that Ooh, I think that's re-
1: I mean, uh, 4 years is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I
0: think that's a good deal for the Red Wings. I think Mantha. Oh, yeah. Mantha can be better. Like, not that he was bad this year, but, like, he still has potential, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Islanders re-signed Ryan Pollock. Five million a year okay. for two years.
1: That's, mm, that's that's really expensive for a two-year contract. But, but I
0: mean, like, Ryan Pollock's our best defenseman. And,
1: that's like, true.
0: But five million's decent for him, because, like, in two years, his contract would be a lot more. So
1: yeah,
0: we'll have to worry about that because he's going to be a UFA when that contract comes around. So they want to lock him up. Uh, the Rangers uh, re-signed Ryan Strom, four point five million a year for two years. Once again, um, you know. Uh, Ryan Storm had a good year. He obviously played with uh, Artemi Panarin, so that could boost his stats a bit. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think the 4.5 is warranted. I think it's a fine contract. What about you?
1: Yeah, I see it's a pretty good contract. Yeah. Well, for uh, anything over two million for a certain amount of times, pretty good, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, like for him, like he's making nine million dollars in two years, so <laughs> well, yeah, not bad uh it's
1: more than we get
0: and then the uh the blue jackets they uh extend Vladislav Gavrikov who they signed from Russia just this is his rookie season even though he's like 29 or something like that uh he'll Oof. be making 2.8 million for 3 years uh good contract Gavrikov's a good uh fringe top 4 guy on defense for the blue jackets Nothing too much else to say. And uh, the last signing here in the NHL, the uh, Anaheim Ducks signed Jamie Drysdale to his entry-level contract, which obviously, sixth overall pick, kind of need to sign him. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, injury news, Ben Bishop and Tyler Sagan both out for five months. Oof after both that,
1: those are like their top players on Dallas. Yeah.
0: Too. After both having surgery. Uh that'll be tough because um the stars that'll basically put them out until April. So mm, depending if... depending on when the playoffs start, they'll be out for the entire regular season.
1: Oof. That Yeah, that, that's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, just add on, because the NHL starts in January, I'm pretty sure, this year. Well, next year, I should say. Yeah,
0: well, that's when their target date is. As of right now, that's when they're going to try to start.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, Gustav Nyquist for the Blue Jackets, also out five to six months. But, I mean, Gustav Nyquist is a solid top six forward for the Blue Jackets. Yeah. But they bring in Max Domi this year which can definitely help in that center position. I know Nyquist is a...
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: I know, pretty sure Nyquist is a winger, but it there, doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Um. So, let's talk about one team in general. I saw this today, earlier today. So, I saw the Toronto Maple Leafs are looking at the possibility of playing two forwards and three defensemen while they're playing on the ice. So imagine that, two forwards and three defensemen. Trevor, as a Leafs fan, what are your thoughts on that?
1: So, um, <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I first heard the news, when they first signed the two, like the first two All-Stars that they got, I was pretty excited. So it was Joe Thornton and Wayne Simmons all-stars. from Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Post All Star. Yeah.
0: Um, no, it's fine. All Stars is fine. <laughs> you
1: can
0: you can call Joe Thornton MVP though if you want if you're if you're going like that.
1: Sure, MVP in his prime. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh and then they they just keep on signing players. And also, Joe Thornton quoted that the only reason he signed with the uh the with the, the Maple Leafs for one year quote I want to win a cup. So I mean uh the Leafs are definitely going to be a huge cup contender next year, especially with that huge power line with the five new players. so
0: I mean, yeah, I think the Leafs will definitely be good next year, uh but it, it'll be a, it'll be definitely be a competitive Atlantic division with defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning, Boston's always been good, Montreal got a lot better, Toronto, Florida's still there. Buffalo and Ottawa got better. It'll be close.
1: Replay all the times that Toronto's lost in the first round. Pardon? I said replay all the times Toronto's lost in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> 2017,
0: 2018, 2019. And then they lost <laughs> in the play in 2020. And they blew a three-goal lead in 10 minutes in 2013. So Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh,
1: tough man being a Leafs fan's crazy
0: yeah I think the Leafs they can definitely have a good season this year Uh, but you know they just they gotta play the best they can I guess obviously every team has to play the best they can if they wanna win oh yeah but yeah uh, they need to expect the most they need Austin Matthews to have a great, another great season this year Tavares to have another great season Marner needs to have like I think Mark can have a hundred points this year.
1: Oh yeah, if, uh, he was a very prime player with Tavares. I think if they keep keep him on the same line as Tavares, unless he goes in a huge slump, I think they'll keep racking up those points for their team.
0: All right, sorry about that. Some technical difficulties. Obviously, it's uh, we're not going to have it down pat in the first episode, but we're uh, we're working on it, you know. Uh, okay. Is there any anything else you want to say more about the Leafs?
1: No, uh, I think we pretty much covered, well, so far for the past couple of weeks, but hopefully there's more to come in the NHL.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, now we, let's move on to, let's move on to some basketball talk real quick. Just get that quick out of the way. We're not the biggest basketball guys, but we wanted to mention a little things here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The only thing I got here is uh, apparently the Philadelphia 76ers are set to pursue James Harden in a trade, which is huge. James Harden, uh, MVP finalist this year. Yeah. Has been been great for the Houston Rockets, probably one of their best players of all time. Uh, Great shooter. Doesn't always pass the ball. You know, him and Russell Westbrook kind of play the same game. Yep. Don't don't love to pass that ball. But, uh, you know, I think that the 76ers have to give up a lot. If you see those trades in the NBA, they give up so many picks and players. And, man, anyways, let's move on to baseball. This will oh, yeah. bring some very interesting talk here. So the thing I want to start off with is the Boston Red Sox – rehiring Alex Cora as their manager. Which is very interesting because he resigned before this past season due to his involvement with the Houston Astros scandal in 2017. So, Trevor, what are your thoughts on the Red Sox rehiring Alex Cora?
1: I'm not sure, honestly. Like, that's... If you resign, I I don't get why you would want to go back, you know? Like...
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: If if you decide to do something, stick with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get definitely... it. He
1: was signed, but still, like if I I, I don't I... it's what the Red Sox want to do. Like, I'm not a pro analyst, so I wouldn't know the backstory behind this. But
0: you're not, you're not a pro analyst.
1: No, I wish. <laughs>
0: oh, you're not. Uh, uh yeah. So, let's move on. That's I think it's odd, actually, though. That It's just odd how that whole situation worked out. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to... Here we go. <laughs> Trevor Bauer teasing us Blue Jay fans here in Canada about signing with our team. If you didn't see it, uh, MLB Network tweeted out, something about where where they think trevor bauer is going to go in free agency trevor bauer commented saying that he thinks toronto is a nice city with a winky face so uh trevor what are your thoughts on the blue jays possibly signing trevor bauer
1: so um me oh me and my dad we are not very big fans of trevor bauer only because uh flashback to 2017 i think where he was a relief pitcher and he bled all over the mound
0: i think that was 20 with his drone 2016. thing
1: 2016, 2016 my bad i knew no, it was sorry, the wrong year. Right. um but maybe now he's a blue jay that might turn around uh he's a very really good all- he's an all-star pitcher
0: yeah cy, uh, cy young finalist this sure. year so yeah i mean yeah he's he's a great pitcher uh we've obviously had our battles with trevor bauer in the past but um if he wants to come join the blue jays we would welcome him with open arms uh oh, yeah yeah for sure um, more blue jays they re-signed robbie ray who they acquired at the trade deadline this past season uh, mm-hmm. robbie ray is former all-star maybe not there right now his numbers don't reflect all-star caliber at the moment but you never know what you can do in the coming future right yeah. Yeah. Um all right. Any other okay, let's I was just gonna take a look at some MOV's top free agents. You got obviously Trevor Bauer, you got George Springer who's a free agent this see this uh winter. You also got JT Rio Muto, who's arguably the best catcher in the league. It'll it'll oh, be yeah. quite the interesting uh interesting offseason for the baseball. Also, if you take, I, sorry, what were you going to say?
1: I, I normally, I think, uh, well, I, I always can't wait for spring training. I'm, I'm always watching on spring training. It's like the most, um, I think get like way to see either upcoming players or even like see how the team's going to work yeah, out. For sure. Uh, so I, I can't wait to like see all these new players on these new teams and see how they play well together and. Like just see if they flow well. The yeah, game.
0: for sure. You don't really get too many, uh, too many looks at your uh, prospects before they're in the MOV, right? Unless yeah. you're going to their games in person, or you're watching the College World Series on TV, it's not really, you're not really seeing too much of them. Or you could watch <laughs> yeah. the Little League World Series, but you'll probably forget who they are by then. Uh. Uh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, I'm big gal and I hit dinners <laughs> Um, so let's move
0: on. Uh, our last bit of baseball talk: more Blue Jays, obviously, we're the Blue Jays fans. Oh, well, yeah. not complete, Probably not completely six. Blue Jays, but we're uh, we're kind of biased. Uh, Francisco Lindor. Uh, what are your thoughts on Francisco Lindor? And that the fact that the Indians are shopping him,
1: yeah. Um, I I saw that article today, and uh, he's interested. If, uh, if he does get well, Toronto's interested in him. Um, there was a good uh, thing on Sports Center this morning, or I think it might have been a couple days ago, talking about. Uh, Francesco Lindor, because this is his last year as a in, as a Cleveland Indian, so I'm I, I'm curious to where he goes. He they're saying that he probably will sign with the, well, I guess not sign, but be traded to the Blue Jays. Well, there's well, there's obviously other teams in the MLB, but I really think he should sign with the Blue Jays. I
0: mean, yeah, uh, we're just gonna, Jays, gonna we're just gonna actually bring actually the entire nice Indians 2016 to, uh, team to our team now. Yeah. Uh, um yeah, oh, yeah I think for that sure. uh,
1: the
0: only problem I see with the Blue Jays getting Lindor is they'd have a uh they'd have a crowded infield at that point though, right?
1: Yeah, they have a really strong infield already. I I mean it's because, good to make it stronger, but then that's a had, lot of You
0: got Vladdy, A lot of players whether he plays first. Whether he plays first or third, I don't know what he's going to do yes. next year. You got Bo Bichette at shortstop. Tavan Bichio plays outfield and second base. So, I mean, they could make it work. They'll obviously have to make a nice trade to Cleveland for them to uh, give up their best player, but, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> we'll good see news where, that, where it goes from there next year. Uh,. On a more sombre note, I have to mention the passing of Alex Trubeck, Canadian legend. Um he's just Canadian yes. icon. And uh he'll be dearly missed. Trevor, anything to say about Alex Trubeck?
1: Yeah. Nothing much, it's just really sad. Yeah, to, for sure. Well again have a Canadian icon yeah. to pass um, Alright,
0: but... well, so now this is the fun part. We are here to introduce you the RBHL, <laughs> which many of you,
1: oh, I'm yeah. gonna say all of
0: you, don't know about. Uh, this is a cuss. This is a hockey league that me and Trevor uh, have started, and there's ten teams. uh, uh what was I gonna say? Damn. Uh, Oh, yeah. So we've been doing this for uh, tomorrow will be the beginning of our ninth season. So uh, you guys can tune in on the RBHL YouTube channel. That's where you do live games. But we're going to talk about uh, maybe a little history of the league. uh, But uh, more importantly, the recap of the playoffs and the draft and free agency and looking looking forward to next season. So um, we would like to bring...
1: Let's start off with well, the first yeah, year. Yeah, so the first year. Like the very year, first year of the NHL, how it started, how it began.
0: I was at Trevor's house, and we were just uh, looking for something to do and came up with the idea of this league, and we had held a draft, and there was uh, five of us, me and my two brothers, and Trevor and my sister, who were in the league. Um, and it's just gone on from there. We've now added five more teams since then. Uh, Trevor's team... Trevor is the owner of the Orlando Steelheads, owner slash general manager. Um, he went undefeated season one, my team. I'm the owner slash general manager of Thunder Bay Wolves. Defeated him in the finals. Trevor still can't handle that.
1: <laughs> yes, no, I'm... Uh, I was going to say something, probably can't say that on the podcast. I'm still really, really mad. That uh, by no, the way, no, actually, I've been to the playoffs six times out of eight seasons. No, you've been. And I've you've only been won th- to
0: the playoffs every year. You've been to finals six times.
1: Sorry, playoffs every year, and times. I've only won three times. So, so, it's a, it's a little tough. My sister though, ha- is, well. Playoff wise, I think has the. I know I have more. You guys uh, have the same playoff appearances. You have the same of cups though now. More cups yeah, after. Yeah.
0: After this recent season, yeah, when the I, Orlando I, I Steelheads won, won like their third title in season eight of the RBHL, uh, defeating the Dallas Bulls in four games. <laughs> uh yeah so sorry about that more technical difficulties uh we hope it gets better can't guarantee anything anyways as you're saying the orlando steelheads trevor's team clinched their third title in franchise history this past week with a win over the dallas bulls they defeated the dallas bulls in four games keep in mind all every series is best of five so the bulls did get a win there um, <sighs> Let's talk about Nicholas Backstrom and his overtime winner to clinch.
1: Oh, that was crazy! To clinch. So L-Cup. So I was watching this game live streamed on my TV in my room and. RBHL it,
0: YouTube channel. Go watch.
1: Yes, please. Um, it has like nine <laughs> subscribers. Please go watch. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them that. Well, I'm sorry. Well. Kidding! Okay, it's a
0: joke. It's be good.
1: So. <laughs> So um <laughs> overtime hits I'm like uh peeing my pants right now. And Cause I Cuz you you guys were up You yeah, guys were up
0: by like two goals in the third period. It
1: was 3-1 and then they came back. So I was I was it, yeah. scared that they were going to well win it. You know, Cuz of how hot of the streak there were goals in the third. So oh, yeah. I think it was a minute and 21 seconds left in well in overtime in the first period. And Nicholas Backstrom scores from Marks and wins the game, which yeah. I actually threw my uh, controller uh, across my room in excitement. Good thing nothing broke. Um, but, yes, that was a good moment for me. Uh, I finally won one after, like, four seasons of uh, oh my. pulling the Leafs. So, well, guess what?
0: <laughs> Buddy, you literally – you're, like, your team's pretty good. So, I mean, nothing to complain about there. Uh, Thunder Bay Wolves fell to the Dallas Bulls in the Western Conference Finals. They were reverse swept, which uh, quite hurt, you know? It hurt my feelings. <laughs> So, but um, we look to get better this season. We have a better team this year. So, uh, anyways, let's talk about the RBHL draft. The Houston Outlaws, who were the first ever team in RBHL history to go an entire season without winning a game. Um, They had the first overall pick, and they selected defenseman Owen Power. Uh, Owen Power is a great defender. Uh, he, uh, he projects to be an elite player in the RBHL and overall great pick for the Outlaws. Uh, to round out the top three, you had Dylan Gunther uh, going to the Toronto Flames, who finished last in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Gunther, another player who's projected to be an elite-level talent. Oh,
1: yeah. uh,
0: and, and the Cincinnati Sharks select Simon Edvinson, defenseman. Who, another elite level talent, you know? So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, uh, gr- great picks there all around. Uh, yeah,
1: it was, a, it was a great draft, especially to, well, right at, well, it's one of the better drafts we've had in a while since the. Yeah, it, for sure. Since, oh, Rim Jim, which is my least favorite player in the. <laughs> Stopped. <laughs> So Thanks. he was a he was a 99 overall goaltender and my sister drafted him and I traded for him with forget who I think one of them was Carmen David and uh so we lost pretty much every single game except two and then I traded him back to my sister and she won a cup so I was pretty mad <laughs> but uh
0: yeah uh yeah Thankfully, Rim Gim has uh, just retired, so uh, God. it's done now. Uh, anyway, some look at a look at some uh, a great pick for the Tampa Bay Cobras. Eighteenth overall in the second round, they take goaltender Jesper Walstead. He's the top goaltender in this class, projected to be a highly talent. I think that's a great pick for the Cobras. What about you, Trevor?
1: Yeah. Um. Not so. Not many goalies go very high in the draft. This is. Um. This, this was. It pro- was this the best goaltender, right? This was the best goaltender in the yeah, draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. West, yes. For so for that sure.
1: that was a yeah that was a great pick for Tampa Bay. If he does go for a starter goaltender, which he could, um, I think they'll have a pretty strong team in net for the Cobras.
0: I mean, yeah. Right now, uh, the uh, Cobras, if I'm not mistaken. Their goaltending tandem right now is uh, John Gibson and Corey Crawford. Corey Crawford somewhat has fallen off a bit as of late. Didn't didn't play a single game last season. John Gibson held the net all season. Uh Cobras looking like a great team though. They signed Alex Ovechkin in free agency, who's fallen off a little bit, but still a great player. Uh the Cobras lost to the Orlando Sealheads in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh but yeah, they can be another competitive team this season for sure.
1: Should we talk about free agency? No? Yes,
0: we should indeed. As I mentioned before, the Tampa Bay Cobras signed Alex Ovechkin. Oh. But yeah. That's the only the third ranked third highest ranked free agent. W- number 1 and number 2 free agents, Victor Hedman and Artemi Panarin signed with the San Diego Spirit. What are your thoughts, Trevor?
1: So the only reason I don't like this trade oh well sorry uh this, this signing. signing because they're older players. Like um Victor Victor Hedman and Temi Pernarin, they've been in this league I think since uh since it started, right? I'm I'm not I don't know, I'm not
0: Yeah, well right now Uh, Victor Hadron and Artemi Panarin are both 30. Yeah. 30 years old.
1: So, I mean, I get it. It's Matthew, but. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know,
0: Matthew Rick, owner slash GM of the San Diego Spirit. Uh, the San Diego Spirit are the only team, uh, out of the original four, which is the, uh, Thunder Bay Wolves, Orlando Steelheads, Toronto Flames, and San Diego Spirit. San Diego Spirit are the only team that are yet to win a RBHL Cup uh, or even make the finals. So, tough tough playoff luck for the Spirit so far.
1: Yeah, and with, if, if they do prevail, which I don't think they will, sadly, um, if they do end up prevailing those two players – they, I think he'll end up having a good season. May might not come first in the division, well, in his division, I should say. But um, I, I think he'll they'll have a, an a, a mediocre yeah. season this year.
0: I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, keep in mind though, for everyone listening, uh, there's ten teams, Western Conference, Eastern Conference, five teams in each. Uh, the top four teams actually make the playoffs. So you may not be that great of a team, but you can still make that playoffs and that four seed. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, the Spirit, they uh, their team is looking quite good right now, though. Their top six forwards are Connor McDavid, Guinea Malkin, Artemi mm-hmm. Panarin, Alex Debrinkat, Mark Stone, Alexi Lafreniere. Great top six. Um, another player they have coming in, uh, former rookie, he won Rookie of the Year Season 7, Kirby Dock, who's looking like he's gonna be great this season as well. Uh goaltending tandem, incredible. Andre Vasilevsky, Connor Hallebuck.
1: That yeah. That's
0: the two best goalies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The two best goalies in the league. Uh Miro Heiskinen, who's there, in their top two defense. Uh he's really on a rise right now as well. So uh the spirit, you know, they've had their uh their woes in the past not being able to do too well in the playoffs, but they could eliminate that this season.
1: I um, I, th- all right. I think, well, before we uh, wrap this up, I think um, with, with with the, the Spirits, uh, they haven't... I mean, they've come first in the division a couple times. I, again, I think they'll do well in the playoffs, but I, my guess is if they do make the playoffs, they'll get eliminated second round. That's my guess. Yeah,
0: so just a couple... Uh, two more teams that I want to talk about here. Uh, the, uh, the Houston Outlaws. They, uh, atrocious season last year. Worst season in RBHL history. They go out, they sign three free agents. They sign John Tavares, Aaron Eckblad, Evander Kane. I think those are great players for them to sign. They need to have a better season this year after coming off an RBHL Cup in season seven. Uh, Worst season in RBHL history, Season 8. Quite a big turnaround. Probably for the worst, but, you know, maybe they can come back again this season.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Houston Outlaws, they're, they've they been, a again, like a mediocre team. I don't know if they'll uh, come out. Well, they do have some pretty nice picks, but I don't know if they'll prevail again this year. I don't think they're going to come last, but yeah
0: yeah uh the outlaws they have former MVP season seven mvp david pasternak mm-hmm. uh they have a hot shot rookie jack hughes coming in uh which sounds odd jack hughes just coming into his rookie season this season but he's been uh he's been in the minors just because the outlaws season seven they had such a good team that year and uh last season they made some signings that kind of just pushed hughes down the death chart but He's really emerged as someone who could be a big player for them this year.
1: Yeah, and again, they drafted Owen Power, an eighty overall medium elite defenseman. He I bet he's yeah. gonna be a big um
0: oh, a yeah, big for sure. player in
1: their organization. Like an eighty overall player in the draft is pretty remarkable. Uh,
0: oh, yeah.
1: like I think I think he's gonna have a pretty good season. We'll see. But uh yeah, good luck to the Houston Outlaws.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, the only thing I can see that might be a problem for them is uh, their goaltending. Brayden Holpe, Sergei Vabrowski, both on the decline. Could be problematic for them, but we'll have to see when the season starts. Yeah. Uh, Final team I want to speak about. The Dallas Bulls. Now, the Dallas Bulls were predicted to be the worst team in the RBHL last season. They end up going to the finals, sadly losing to the Orlando Steelheads. But after a season season uh if you go back to last free agency, they lost key players to their team and it happens again this season. Losing Victor Hedman, losing Igor Shisterkin. It isn't looking up for the Bulls this season uh as of right now. What are your thoughts, Trevor?
1: Uh probably well, pro- they're probably not getting the best like even like free agents. Only because uh their gen their general manager uh slash well team Manager, I guess, is on leave. So, uh, uh,
0: well, yeah.
1: For, for the most part, uh, rest done. Um.
0: Uh, uh, just so, just to clarify, Dominic Falcons, the general manager slash owner, Dallas Bulls, has not passed away. He, he just
1: he's been gone. Refuses to make
0: moves. <laughs> he he refuses <laughs> to make moves in the off season. He'll come to the draft, but when it comes to free agency and trades, he doesn't want any of it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I, I again. Good luck to the Bulls next year. Again, I think they're going to be a pretty mediocre team. Um, we'll, we'll see. Honestly, like the the the, the league starts.
0: Tomorrow.
1: The league starts in a in a week. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow. the first game starts tomorrow. So. yeah uh, well, again, go check out the the YouTube channel RBHL.
0: RBHL, RBHL YouTube channel go check it out. Uh, uh has a yeah. Tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so uh not sure how many games we'll have tomorrow, but starting game tomorrow, Cincinnati Sharks pl- go to Tampa to play the Cobras. It'll be a great game. Um and then after that Steelheads Puffins oh, huge yes! rivalry. Let's
1: go. Uh yes. The st- so, um I actually helped Zach, well helped uh Lazak, the owner and general manager of the Puffins, I helped him create the team actually at my house and it's on Josh's it's at well the RBHL is based at Josh's house. And we but we've been in the playoffs so many times against each other and it's been back to back pretty much every year. I beat him out this year obviously, but um Yeah. I I think he's gonna do better than me this year. Uh, I don't. I I probably should have got some free agents. Well, for my team, but I think that uh the puffins might prevail in the next game.
0: Yeah, the only thing that could be detrimental to the puffins they do lose a star player in Artemi Panarin. Yes, free agency. They failed to re-sign him, but they still have Nathan McKinnon, Steven Stamkos, Bo Horvat stacked up there. Alex Petrangelo, Bowen Byron, Robin Leonard, and Net. it's looking good for the Pups.
1: Yeah. I again I will not I don't think they'll be a, I think they'll be a top team this year. Even though that again yeah, they sure. did lose a Tammy Panarin, but I, I can't wait to see these guys do well. Yeah, Other than along with huge that,
0: Arguably one of the biggest rivalries in the RBHL, the only ones I could contend they're possibly the Orlando Steelheads and the Toronto Flames, another huge rivalry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Thunder Bay Wolves, Orlando Steelheads, another huge rivalry. Everyone's a rival with the Steelheads at this point. Uh... I don't know
1: why. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So, I mean, that's really it for uh, this episode, folks. Trevor, do you have anything else?
1: No, just uh, hope everyone has a good week. We'll hopefully see you guys yeah. next weekend, but uh, any, yeah, anything anything uh, else for you to add on Josh? we're gonna
0: try to get uh no we're gonna try to get these episodes out we're gonna we record them on Sundays, get them out on mondays um one last thing trevor i'm gonna give you some homework awesome because in the next episode, we're gonna present our list of our top ten players in the n h l just fun experiment, All see right. what you think, see what I think we can argue about it if you want. Uh, just have a, just for some fun, you know, for some talking points, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for, thanks everyone for listening to our very first episode of Sports Talk with Josh and Trent. And we'll see you next week.
1: See y'all later.